0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the weekly Mike Tomlin wrap-up from his news conference on Tuesday. And, of course, not all that great to talk about it after a 30-7 to 7 loss to San Francisco. We're going to hear about the injuries. We'll go over that. We'll hear some more about Cleveland and what the key is there, about some of the communication issues they had. Did Kenny suffer a concussion in that game, Mike Tomlin was asked that. We'll address that as well. But, you know, he didn't sugarcoat it. He got right into it about what happened against San Fran. And
1: obviously it was a stinker. Um, we stunk up the joint, uh, myself included, first and foremost. And I think part of moving on from it is first just acknowledging that component of it. Um, as I mentioned, post-game, um, you can outline a performance like that in a lot of ways. Um, San Fran got their agenda done. Uh, we didn't get our agenda done. That was a gut feeling, a reaction. I thought the tape displayed that. There were certain things about how they played um, that we had a level of anticipation for. I'm sure there are certain things that uh, how we play that people have a certain anticipation for. I think um, they did their high-volume things better, obviously, than we did ours. And so, um, you know, you got to carry that stench for a while um, when you have a performance like that. Um, coupled with the fact, man, that it was – Open weekend kind of adds to the sting, but we're big boys. Uh, We can take it. We better roll our sleeves up, man, and and, and shift our focus toward our next opportunity. We better not forget what happened. We better learn lessons from it. Um, And that's what yesterday was about for us.
0: One of the things defensively, you know, a number of new guys, three new inside linebackers, Patrick Peterson in the group. You have some rookies that are mixing in, and Keanu Benton, Isaiah Loudermilk's playing a lot more even though he's familiar with the system so there are a lot of new pieces Keanu Neal in that secondary as well and Mike Talman did not he did not like what he heard from a communications we standpoint.
1: had to to minimize their run game and Christian McCaffrey man and and we failed there. Um, he popped a big one um, and it kind of changed the trajectory of things obviously, um largely, I would like to see us do a better job, but, but that, that big one was an exclamation point. Um, but largely, defensively, I thought communication was not up to snuff. Um, our pre-snap movements and adjustments were not sure enough, were not solid enough. Um, we looked like a group that was in, in a loud environment for, for a first time or like we had some new people. And so um, that's coaching as well. Uh, we got to be mindful of what we ask guys to do under certain circumstances, and um, we worked our tail off to combat the crowd noise component, the, uh, the newness component of some of our pieces in terms of how we communicate and adjust and deal with in-game circumstances, and we just didn't do a good enough job um, of those things.
0: Tomlin also displeased with the punting in the game. That really hurt field position early on. That's something we've seen from the Steelers over the last few years, some disappointments in what Presley Harvin has brought from a consistency standpoint, and Tomlin pointed that out as well. As for the injuries, Cam Hayward is out a significant amount of time. They don't know exactly how long. He's going to have surgery, and then they'll have a little better idea. He's going to be around, but he's not going to be out there. So you're going to have some new guys filling in. He expressed confidence in some of those guys. Depth on the defensive line. Let's hear what Talman said about some of about Demarvin Leal and Isaiah Loudermilk, but not just those two—a rookie as well.
1: I've been really um, impressed by the growth and development, and what those guys have shown me throughout team development. Not only Leal and Loudermilk, but. But younger guys uh, like Benton um, and others, I thought that was one of the strengths of, of our group coming out of team development, the depth and competition and the tough decisions that we had to make in the defensive line. And, and it, it won't be a long period of time before we get a chance to call upon that. And so um, we'll get a chance to, to see what that depth looks like in play.
0: So Armand Watts could play into that mix. Uh, Braden Fajoko could be activated. Or they could look to the outside, and Tomlin said he wouldn't. He would. They would do their due diligence in looking for a defensive lineman or a wide receiver, because the other big injury news, of course, is Deontay Johnson, the Steelers' leading receiver for the last couple of seasons. He is out for an unknown amount of time with a hamstring injury. Although it didn't seem like it would be as long as Hayward, he has not been placed on IR, but he's not going to play against Cleveland on Monday. So where do they go there? Allen Robinson obviously is an option. Robinson's a guy who caught a few passes in this first game. If it's not Robinson, the direct person behind, Mike Tomlin said Gunnar Olaszewski is a guy who's going to get some work there. Gunnar is interesting because he stayed all summer to play catch with Kenny Pickett. He was his personal workout guy. They worked out together a lot. Their families hung out together a lot. When asked about someone who could be the fourth receiver during camp, Pickett threw out Gunner's name first as someone who impressed. So maybe having Gunner out there will help a little bit. We'll get into Kenny's situation here in a minute, but we'll finish out injuries. Pat Friermuth will be limited. But it sounds like he'll be able to play at a chest injury early in that game. Of course, caught the only touchdown pass two plays after getting hit hard in the end zone. Then was kind of in and out of the game after that. James Daniels, the offensive lineman, that was a bit of a surprise. We didn't know about that injury, but apparently dealt with some bumps and bruises from the game. Larry Ogunjobi will be limited again with his foot. He played a little over 60% of the snaps in the opener, so probably not a lot of practice, but should see him in the game. And then Chukwuma-Korafor. four is in concussion protocol. It happened right at the end of the game on Sunday against San Francisco. They moved Dan Moore to the right side and bring in first-round pick Broderick Jones. Now, Tomlin wouldn't say that he's going to live into hypotheticals, but that's what they've been doing all camp. That's what they would do if Chukwuma-Korafor won't play. But, again, Talman said with those last four that he felt decent about – the opportunity for those guys to go so as to Kenny Pickett why wasn't he better what was wrong with Pickett in that game
1: just just his commitment um you know there's there's football justice when you work at it man you generally get good things that come out of it this is a guy that's fully committed this is a guy that works his tail off and largely man those guys create their own fortune And and so that's my general tenor about the trajectory of of him and his career, um, but also in the short term. um, It's reasonable to expect guys that work the way he works and and prepares the way he prepares to bounce back from negative performance. Um, Individually and collectively, I expect this group to do similar things.
0: So there has been some speculation online that, hey, there was a big hit early on in the game. His head slammed off the turf. Was was it concussed? Did that lead to some of the inaccuracies that we saw? Here's what Tomlin said about that. Um,
1: Level of banged up, I'm not certain of. Um, You know, there's so many protocols in place now, Um, independent uh, medical specialists and so forth. I would imagine the quarterback position has less of my eyes directly than it used to because of it. So I I didn't have direct eyes on what it is that you mentioned. Obviously, I saw it um, after, um, but... There was no hesitancy from the independent medical experts and so forth. He didn't express um, any, you know, symptoms relative to to that play that you mentioned. So it was a non-discussion for us. Was there anything you put your finger on regarding his uh,
0: relative inaccuracy to
1: what we saw? We're we're not looking for comfort or excuses. Um, the tape is who we are at this juncture, and so we're going to work to to change the tape that we have control over. That tapes in the bin. Uh, that's his. It's mine. It's ours. Um Monday night is a little bit different and that's why we're working.
0: Fans want to see the rookies. Rookies are a big deal to fans. Joey Porter, obviously, North Allegheny kid, his father played for the Steelers. There's been a lot of excitement. He's had, had an interception in his first preseason game at Aquisher Stadium. He's looked looked pretty good at camp where everybody could see him. But he only played seven snaps. And Tomlin well gave us an idea of why that happened and a few of the other things, including Well, you didn't see more of the running game. Uh,
1: The 49ers were able to play to their agenda and their plans, and we were not. Obviously, we had intentions of playing Joey more than that, but you better have him behind the chains and and off schedule a little bit more than we had him off schedule. If not, then you'll play seven snaps of dime because you don't play dime on third down and two. You know what I mean? And so... Same thing on offense, man. You want to run the ball at people. You want to wear people down with nausea and Jalen and so forth. But if you're taking 15 snaps through two quarters of football because you're three and out, you're not winning possession downs, that's not going to transpire. And so I just wanted to pause and be really transparent about what I'm talking about when I'm talking about agendas and why division of labor may appear to be what it, what it was and it, it might not reflect our intentions or our personality, et cetera.
0: Now it's on to Cleveland Monday nights. Cleveland's coming off a 24-3 to win. Their defense held Joe Burrow to 82 yards passing. Bengals only scored three points in that 21-point victory. Browns were sloppy at first, but then got it going in the second half. And it's a familiar face for Mike Talman as they're going to have to figure out a way to slow down Nick Chubb.
1: If you're talking about the Cleveland Browns, man, it starts with Mr. Chubb. Um, what he is capable of doing, um, the way he controls a game and so forth, It's a little bit different but similar to Christian McCaffrey in that he keeps them on schedule. He controls the climate. Um, if we're doing anything in this football game, man, we got to work to minimize that guy's impact. Um, that is challenging because of um, the talent that they have around him, quite frankly, uh, starting with their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, man. This guy is really talented, man. His ability to extend plays, his ability to attack the defense vertically, Um his, his ability to see the field um, as plays get extended, his arm talent in terms of throwing the ball downfield. Um, he's got a, a myriad of eligibles that are challenging. Amari Cooper is top-notch. Ninjoku has grown up in that program. It's been cool to watch his maturation and development in all elements of their game over the time that he has been there, run game, passing game, et cetera. Um, they got some new pieces um, that provide variety. Um, they're just a challenging group. Can't say enough about Peoples-Jones, man. That's another guy who's kind of grown up within their program and kind of just carved out a niche for himself continually.
0: Tom would say they can be better inside linebacker, but he's not going to make any drastic changes. He's going to play the division of labor as the game goes out. and There's still going to be matchups where certain guys are in in different situations. Obviously, this is going to be a game, as they all are, but especially in this one with Nick Chubb. How those middle linebackers play is going to determine what happens Monday night at Acrisure Stadium. Steelers 0-1 in need of a win. Check out our Steeler coverage all week long at 937thefan.com. And, of course, we'll be there for the game as well. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?